Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Cross the board, baby. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports podcast, media, audio network. Follow, like, share, subscribe, all of it at Harp on Sports. Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports Facebook page, HarponSports.com. What do we have in store for you here? A little boycott crossroads. Realistic solutions. And a little dialogue dilemma. Athletes have a voice. They've had a voice for a long time. Going back to Jackie Robinson, to Muhammad Ali, all the way up through the years. John Carlos, Tommy Smith, athletes have had a voice forever. So this whole notion that athletics and politics don't mix, it's not true. We've talked about that ad nauseum, ad nauseum. So look, we integrated baseball before we integrated restaurants, sports and politics and sports. And it's not politics, it's culture. Like people in sports and politics, it's sports and culture. They mix. Where we are with what's going on with the Wisconsin shooting and NBA players boycotting and Major League Baseball players and games being canceled. Athletes have a voice. They don't have to play. They don't. The ang- I've always said this. I have. I've always said this. I think it's fascinating how sports fans love sports, but they hate athletes. They're envious of them. They're jealous of them. They're self-righteous over them. Why doesn't an athlete have the right to express his opinion or his thought, but you, a construction worker or a plumber, can? Stay out of politics. But you can interject, but the athlete can't. Controlling African-American men is what it is. It's been that way for a while. Both sides need to give here a little bit. Take, take. Both sides need to give here a little bit. And that's why we're at a boycott crossroads. Well, they're going to play that serves no purpose. Of course it serves a purpose. Got your attention, A. B, meetings behind closed doors. I'm going to help out the athletes here. And then I'm going to help out the owners. And all of you that are on the Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter side. Because the one thing that the left is not doing or the one thing that the protesters aren't doing is articulating and laying out what they want. It's too simplistic to say quit killing us. It is. You have to lay out a plan. Goal, not a plan, is wish. You know it and I know it. So what's the plan here? The NBA, the NHL, the Major League Baseball players. Kentucky and Mississippi State walking out on practice. Going to get to that in a second because that's that's even more. That's reverb. That's the SEC. That's the South. African-Americans. African-American men making an impact. People don't like it. People don't like it. You shut up and you keep quiet. Be my performer. Be quiet. I don't want to hear you. There is a crossroad here. I hope behind closed doors. Don't know. If I'm an athlete, what do I sit down and say? Look, we're your employees. We get it. We have a platform. You respect that. You got to quit giving money to politicians that don't say Black Lives Matter. You got to quit giving money to political figures that then go out and write legislation to condemn our right to vote. You got to quit giving money to these people. That's what we're asking you of owners. 
All professional athletes, when they sit down with the owners tonight, tomorrow, that's what you need to ask them. Quit giving money. Quit involving yourself with people that have the boot on the throat of our culture. If you're a politician and you refuse to acknowledge what Black Lives Matter means, please, Mr. Owner, do not give that person any money. That's what we ask of you. Help us put together meaningful legislation so we can get this done. That's what the owner should be, or the players should be asking of the owners. The owners aren't going to be able to solve racial injustice, but they can quit donating money to those that stand in the way of it. That's what you can do from a player's perspective. From an owner's perspective, look, you support the players and you say, whatever you need me to do to help, I'll help. You have a voice. I get it. But please, whatever your plan is, let me know so we can do it together. When you do something without me, it makes me look bad. I'm on your side. Let me know and maybe we can come up with a plan together. That's from the owner's perspective. That's the crossroads of these boycotts. And don't say, well, if they play the games and only miss one game, the boycott didn't work. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. Again, what every athlete, every NBA, every NFL, every Major League Baseball, every hockey, all of them should be asking the owners not to donate to political parties and elected officials that then turn around and then support legislation. The governor of Georgia is one of the most evil, ridiculous human beings on the planet. He is. Purging, what, was it 30,000 voters? That's that's criminal. That's criminal. If I am a Atlanta Hawks player, if I am a Falcons player, if I'm a Georgia Bulldog football player, I sit around and go, please, let's not give money to this guy. And Scott's right. Scott just wrote in, politics in our country needs reform possibly more than any of our flawed institutions. He's right. Look how people dig their side into things without even wavering, without even listening. The defund the police movement, that's absurd. Look, each side's got their own absurdity. It should be reallocate the police, not defund the police. Republicans are so much better at words. They are. They're so much better, so much better at crafting statements. Remove the president from the equation. He can't speak. He stutters. He can't drink water. He can't walk down. Remove him from the equation. The Republicans, Republicans are better craftsmen of phraseology and words. They are. That's why they win. Their message resonates because they know how to talk to people. They know how to use verbiage in the correct way. Democrats don't. You got one side, support the police at all costs. They're murdering people. That's an isolated incident. You string together a hundred isolated incidents, you got yourself a trend. Not everything can be an isolated incident. So you've got that problem. You take that problem and you combine it with the other side. All police are evil. No. Scott's right. It's reform at the beginning. I've got a solution. I do. It's going to take a decade. You ready to do it? People think this is going to get fixed. The boycott's going to fix it. No, a boycott by the players enabling and asking owners to quit giving money to Republican officials or anybody that condemns or, or puts things in place that hampers African-Americans, that's an impact. Don't look at it as a game. Look at what took place behind closed doors. That game didn't mean anything. To you, it didn't. To them, it did. You've got to be able to see the other side's perspective and help close the gap of that perspective. Or use that perspective for your advantage. That's phase one. How, what's the solution here? It's reallocate the police. It is. 
It's real. Police aren't the enemy. They're not. You need police officers in certain neighborhoods. And this is where both sides come together. Oh, also on this. Again, this is where I'm going to go to the right of the aisle. Because if you're all left on one issue and all right on an issue, you're the problem. You are. You're the problem. You are. Here's where police officers, and here's here's the correct approach, right? Or the approach that creates a solution. Reallocate the police. Madison, Wisconsin does not need three tanks. The police force they do not need a tactical vehicle like that. They don't. They don't need better armament than the American troops had during Vietnam. They don't. Reallocate funding for the police. Instead of a $300,000 tank, what do you do? Well, community outreach programs. In neighborhoods where you have high crime rates, police officers interacting with their citizens. So when they see somebody walk up in blue, they don't look at this person as an enemy. you got to get people together. you got to get people to talk. Social psychologists in each police department to screen people. So that way you don't have police officers that come in gung-ho that think they are militiamen. You've got to redefine it. You have to redefine it. And it starts at the ground level. You take a $300,000 tank that a police force doesn't need and you use that money instead on social psychologists within the police department that can talk to people, that when somebody shoots somebody, they can go over things, mental health, to make sure they're okay at home. That way they don't have a bad day. They come out, okay, this person can't go. You look at it the same way as somebody that has a concussion in the NFL, like you can't go on the field. You can't go out in the police. You can't go out today. You're not mentally stable enough to go out there. You're not. Wouldn't three people like that in each police force make more of a difference than a tank? What if you need the tank? For what? For what? Why does Madison, Wisconsin need a tactical vehicle? Why? Multiple. Multiple. You don't. There, I'm helping you. I'm helping you there. Oh, other side? You got a criminal? And you know somebody killed somebody or somebody's a criminal? And the police are looking for that person? I know narc's a bad word. Get them off the street. The crime's up. Well, if you don't snitch on people, look, if somebody shot my neighbor, committed a crime, and I saw his license plate, and they came over, did you see anything? Yeah, I did. His license plate is FL13871. He's got brown hair. He had a must. He had a goatee. Not like mine. He shaved head. It's a red truck. I don't want that guy around. He's got, he's got, got to meet in the middle. It's got to be a little bit quid pro quo. And, you know, again, you're just, both sides are digging in more and more and more. It's might is right. Might is right. Is what it is. You know, I get in discussions with people on my Facebook page, on social media. Both sides refuses to see the other side. And look, I, I'm pretty strong on what I feel and what I believe. I believe that you have a steel crowbar meeting an iron rod. No give. No give. You'd rather have people appear strong and be wrong than even appear to be remotely flexible and right. Think about that. This boils down to some some central issues. You have people. How many of you would rather appear strong and be wrong 
than be bendable or flexible and be right. When's the last time any of you said, I'm wrong on that? Eh, got that one wrong. Doesn't happen. You know what? Well, we need to get this back to you know, the we, police, we need to reevaluate some of this stuff. We need to reevaluate some of these things. What do you do when a guy's got a knife and you tell him to stop? And you that's another thing, too, gang. Police officer tells you to stop, 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 stop. But that goes back to a community that needs to trust that police officer. You need that back to the initial premise where you need to somehow get both sides together. Community outreach programs. Hi, I'm Officer Jenkins. This is my block. My block is this one, eight blocks over. Here we go. This is Officer Smith, Officer Davison. We patrol this neighborhood. What can we do to help? If people can go door-to-door selling stuff, you can go door-to-door and talk to people. And the other people, they're not your enemy. Talk to them. Talk to them. Right? Here's what I would do. Again, long-term realistic solutions. I'm going to tax, should I do a fire politician? I'm going to tax the hell out of the upper 1%. And I'm going to use that money to make sure that for every 2,000 people, we have at least one police officer. I'm going to get that money from Jeff Bezos. He doesn't need $200 billion. I'm going to take $100 million from Jeff Bezos. He earned it. Shut up. Sit down. Take $100 million from him. And that's what I'm using the money for. I'm get some money from Mark Zuckerberg, too. I'm going to tax the living hell out of the upper 1%. I'm going to use that money to redefine the police department. We redefine things all the time. Cable. We've redefined cable, haven't we? Hulu. Netflix. We redefine fashion every single year. Clothing changes all the time. Hairstyles change all the time. We redefine things all of the time. You can redefine this. We're going to redefine what the police is. Music artists redefine themselves all the time. Actors redefine themselves. We can redefine what this is. We can. It's going to take a lot of work. Or you can get on Facebook and post a meme about how much you care about cops. That's a solution to nothing. Again, but you're going to have to bend a little bit here, right? The side of, shut up, I'm a police officer, do what I say. That side's got to bend. The side of, I'm not telling you anything, pig. You need to bend too. America's a melting pot. So melt. I'll say it again. America is a melting pot. So melt a little. Melt a little. I have nothing but the utmost respect for police officers. And I keep hearing, well, you know what? Nobody hates a bad cop more than a good cop. Okay. Great. Great. Police officers, I can't think of any story that I've seen where any of you have ever said, I want, you know, Officer Jenkins off here. He's a he's a racist. He's a skinhead. He's a bigot. Get him out of here. I don't see any of those stories ever. You've got to help too. And again, residents, when there's a crime in your neighborhood, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not talking. I'm not a snitch. 
You need to snitch. Somebody's a criminal. You need to narc that person out. I have no problem with that. None. None. I'm not talking to the police. I will. I saw who robbed that. The, I saw who keyed that car. Is that kid right there? That guy right there did it. Well, the white hat. Melting pot. Melt. Different creeds, cultures that make us great. Melt. Blended families. Melt. Players aren't the enemy. Athletes aren't the enemy. Kentucky and Mississippi State both didn't practice. But you got it. We're not going to, we're going to boycott this. Okay, what's the plan? What do you want? What do you want? Well, we're tired of this. I'm tired of it too. What do you want? How do we do this? Because if you don't have a plan, you're just complaining. Reasonable voice needs to be somewhere. Love to hear it. Somebody. You're never going to make both sides completely happy. But look, when you paint the people as your competition is the enemy, but it's that whole thing that if you're different than me, I have to hate you. If we disagree, I have to hate you. We can disagree and be civil. We can. I'm glad that the athletes stepped out. Good for you. Those that didn't shouldn't be condemned, though. But what's your plan? Those on the one side. Got to be able to see the people on the other side. This is not a simple fix as, hey, we've got this figured out. Now we, we need to redefine all of it. Redefine all of it. Look at it like this. And I'll leave you with this. You're going to reshape yourself. You're going to get back into shape. I've been working hard for a couple months now. About eight more pounds to go. It's taking me two months to lose 13 pounds. Two months. Because I want to keep muscle mass. I just didn't want to lose it all. Two months. Took a while. Still working at it. Going to take me another month. How? No soda pop. No drinking. Just completely and totally revamped things. Now eating like crap. Revamped everything. You cannot sit there and say, I'm going to eliminate fast food once a week and change my lifestyle. Takes more than that. We're going to solve the crime. Let's go play a pickup basketball game with some African-American youths. It's not, you got to be bigger than that. Here's a video of a white police officer playing basketball with some black children. It's not a solution. Not a solution. You find the people with the biggest voice or the loudest voice are usually the dumbest. That's your problem. Social media is given a platform. The people shouldn't have it. Not responsible enough for it. So there you go. Solutions to at least some of these things. At least the one that you can say if you've watched any of this and listened to any of this. You've heard a plan from me. You've heard several plans from me. I want you to pay attention to some things. I want you to tell me any plan you've heard from anybody in any of this. Either side. When's the last time you heard a plan from support the blue, back the blue? When's the last time you heard a plan from that side other than shut up, I'm a police officer, do what I say? When's the last time you heard a plan from the other side? We're tired of them killing us. Okay, what's your plan then? What's your What's your idea? What's your plan? Neither side has a plan. All they want to do is bitch and moan. Next time you hear a plan from somebody, it'll be the first other than me. Harp on Sports, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Harp on Sports, all platforms, harponsports.com. My first show, ESPN Gainesville, a week from Tuesday, a week after Labor Day, Harp on Sports every single day from 10 a.m. until noon. Buckle up.
I've been filling in, spot filling in. I haven't had a steady every day. Well, I've filled in for weeks at a time. But Harp on Sports is back. Buckle up. Buckle up. What Doc Brown saying back in the future? Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Thanks. Have a wonderful evening. Take care. God bless. Remember, stay strong, stay clean, stay focused. Frankenstein. Fun with your friends.